Hey, how are you guys doing today? It's March 29th. I'm Joe. This is Joe's Common Sense Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the stimulus package. We're going to be talking about CDC cuts. We're going to be talking about good things that are happening in the community, uh, as well as good things happening nationally because of the coronavirus. All right, hopefully everybody's being safe out there and practicing social distancing. Uh, Let's look at this historic stimulus package that was packed that was passed by by the house let's kind of take a look at what it's going to mean to you and me as citizens what it means to the government um, as you guys know under the plan um, single americans would receive 1200 married couples would get 2400 and if you got any kids they're worth 500 dollars each as long as they're under the age of 17. payments would start to phase out if your agi or adjusted gross income is more than seventy-five thousand dollars. Um, they're also stopping student loan payments are suspended, as well as the interest on your student loan payments um, through September 30th. Unemployment, you're going to get an additional $600 a week for four months on top of your state benefits. So that'll be a good deal. If you're currently out of work because of the coronavirus, you can get some additional money, especially if you're a tipped employee, a salary employee, somebody in the restaurant industry who's definitely suffering right now. There's also a $500 $500 billion lending program. Um, the Treasury Department, at its discretion, can provide $500 billion in loans, loan guarantees, and investments. Um, they're including $25 billion for passenger air carriers, $4 billion for cargo air carriers. And the rest will have, they'll have some latitude to provide loans to businesses, states, and municipalities. There are some restrictions on those. Uh, those businesses may not issue dividends for up to a year after the loan is no longer a, a, a outstanding and must retain 90% of their employment levels as of March 24th. Airlines and airports, they also get $32 billion in grants. So that's going to help that, that industry. Hospitals get billions. They're looking at about $117 billion for hospitals. It also creates a $100 billion public health and social emergency fund to reimburse providers for expenses and lost revenues related to the coronavirus pandemic. Um, you're also getting protection against foreclosures and evictions um, up to 60 days which can be extended to four periods of 30 days each so this is definitely going to help those um, you know who are not able to pay the rent because they're currently out of work um, they're going to provide more uh, 450 million for emergency food assistance programs uh, to continue to help those people who are hurting right now who need food assistance and that's kind of the real basics of the bill now, there's a couple things in the bill that I'm not too sure about. You know, one of those is $25 million for the Kennedy Arts Center. $25 million for the JFK Performing Arts Center in Washington. Does anybody know what that has to do with the coronavirus? Is the John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts on the forefront of coronavirus uh, detection? Uh, are they working on a cure? No, this is just some slush that the Democrats had to throw in, and unfortunately, the Republicans had to agree to in order to get this passed. I would, I would assume that the Kennedy Center would have done the right thing and said, hey, we want this money to go for masks, we want this money to go to the front line, we want this money to go help the hospitals and people. No, they gladly, of course, accepted the $25 million so they can continue to play, pay their bloated salaries. 
You know, basically, there's no restrictions on this money that was given to them. They just got $25 million. And instead of doing the right thing, they're going to take it. Uh, something else that got put in there, of course, is that, uh, you know, the hotel industries and, you know, the airline industries have been helped. But uh, they also put in there that Trump's businesses can't get any money. So anything that he owns will not be able to receive any type of assistance at all. So unfortunately, if you're one of the thousands of people who work for a Trump hotel, you're out of luck. You're not going to get any assistance at all because that's how petty our democracy is right now. That's how petty the Democrats are right now. They'll throw $25 million at the Kennedy Center for Arts, but they're not going to help hardworking people. These money grants and loans are going to help these people who have been displaced for jobs to get the business back up and running. But unfortunately, if you're the president and you were successful in business, unlike any of these people who are passing the legislation, Nancy Pelosi's never had a job, Chuck Schumer's never had a job, other than being a senator or a representative. So they have no real acumen in the business world, but yet they're dictating where this money can go. And it's amazing to me, is um, didn't we just have a impeachment hearing and trial for the president for a quid pro quo for Ukraine? But yeah, Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi were holding America hostage. They were doing a quid pro quo to get this passed. They were trying to add all sorts of their things to this bill. Now here are some things that they tried to get into the bill that weren't that they finally decided they couldn't get in. Uh, corporate pay statistics by race and race statistics for all corporate boards at companies receiving assistance. What does that have to do with the coronavirus? Bailing out all current debt of postal service. Once again, what does that have to do with the coronavirus? Required early voting. Required same-day voter registration. So basically what that means, required early voting, is one person can collect however many people's ballots they want and turn them in. Same-day voter registration means you can show up and register the same day with or without ID, without any way to prove who you are, where you live. So once again, that would obviously help the Democratic cause because they're not going to be registered voters. $10,000 bailout for student loans. For companies assist, uh, accepting assistance, one-third of the board members must be chosen by workers. Provisions on official time for union collective bargaining. Full offset of airline emissions by 2025. I did not know that airline emissions were linked to the coronavirus. Maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, let me know. They also wanted greenhouse gas statistics for individual flights. Retirement plans for community newspaper employees. $15 minimum wage required at companies receiving assistance. And permanent paid leave at companies receiving assistance. So, wow, that sounds like a quid pro quo to me. That's a lot of things that they kind of wanted to throw in here. And I don't see one of them having anything to do with the coronavirus. Why, at this time in our country's history where we have this pandemic, we need to come together with the Democrats demand such crazy things. I remember they had a press conference on Saturday that they had mentioned that now would be the time to get their agenda to the forefront. So if, if you're a Democrat and you vote Democrat, please get a hold of me. Let me know why you continue to vote Democrat. Why would you want somebody who's going to put all this above you and me, the citizens who elect them? Why are they going to try and get their agenda passed? You know, we see it now with Planned Parenthood. You know, there's no elective surgeries in this country. There's no elective medicine right now because all of our 
medical help in, and spaces in hospitals are being taken up by coronavirus victims, but yet Planned Parenthood is suing nationwide so that they can continue to kill babies, because that's super important right now. So forget, forget about the health of the country. As long as we can continue to murder babies, we're okay with that. It's just the hypocrisy. It's the, why don't they love America? I mean, I just don't get it. If you're a Democrat, especially after all this stuff comes out now, instead of passing a plan, you want to add all this stuff in it. Why do you still vote for, for Democrats? I mean, it's obvious they, they hate the country. It's obvious they want to further their own agenda which doesn't really align up with what most Americans want. So let me know. Go to my Facebook page. Let me know why you still are voting Democrat. And then we continue on with the, you know, the, the bashing of the Trump administration and the CDC cuts. You know, Trump cut the CDC in 2018. He cut the readiness. Uh, no, he didn't. You know, we've talked about this before. Um, but, but what's funny is we look under the Obama administration and their budget. So in fiscal year 2013, they cut $569 million from the CDC. In fiscal year 2015, they cut $414 million from the CDC. And in fiscal year 2017, they cut $251 million from the CDC. Now this information was from, you know, the government that's where I get all this information, you know, congressional record. So basically over the course of those three budget cycles, they, re they requested and got $1.2 billion in cuts to the CDC. So if you want to blame anybody for our strategic supplies down, not having enough of anything, just look to the previous administration. They cut $1.2 billion. Trump had requested that cutting be taken out, but the House did not vote for it, so there were no cuts, but yet the media is continuing to spin this lie. All you have to do is look on the congressional record, look at the budget for those years, and you'll see those cuts. Those are hard cuts. Those are real cuts. They actually happened. The good thing is that I think we're finally at a point where we are starting to flatten out. You know, we're not seeing a lot of new cases. We're starting to see things flatting out a little. I think in the next two to three, maybe four weeks, hopefully life can get back to normal. We can get this economy going again. During this time, however, there is a lot of good going on. I don't know if you guys are paying attention in your communities uh, about the good things that are going on. In my community, we have the Nebraska Med Center, which has the number one biocontainment facility in the United States. There's quite a few people with COVID-19 who have been brought here and been treated here. Um, they put an ad, something on Facebook that they were looking for help um, due to the fact that they were going through so many scrubs. The scrubs were tearing, they were ripping, the pants had knots in them. So they put an ad out on Facebook and within two hours they had gotten 1,400 responses to help. That's community standing together. That's Americans standing together to help each other out. To me, that just shows what a great country this is. How we truly, in our time of need, we support each other as citizens. You and I are all the same. I'm no better than anybody. We all want the same things in life, and we should all work together so we can all achieve those. Um, 
I recently, last week, I was up farming in rural America. I was in uh, northwestern Iowa. And the communities up there are, are kind of, it's kind of business as normal. Um, some places in South Dakota just recently closed their schools. Uh, restaurants are only open for takeout. But people are optimistic. People aren't fearful. People don't put a lot of guys into the news, I guess, and a lot of belief into the news that, that what's really happening is happening. So it's refreshing to walk into a grocery store and actually see toilet paper and sanitizer. People aren't hoarding things. People are helping their neighbor up here. And it all starts in the community. One thing that I really like is Joanne Fabrics Nationwide is offering free material and free patterns if you want to sew masks for doctor's office, hospitals, first responders. Um, they'll even drop it off to your house and pick it back up when you're done. So you call Joanne Fabrics, they'll give you the pattern for the mask, they'll give you everything you need for the mask, and you simply sew the mask for them. I mean, this is people working together. You know, Elon Musk bought about a thousand ventilators that were extra in China. We're seeing GM starting to make ventilators. We're seeing Budweiser and Tito's Vodka making sanitizer. We're seeing American companies come together to help this country out. And that's what this country is all about. I think one of the lessons we're going to learn from this is that community is important. When we hurry and get back to the rush of things, we really need to look at what we're rushing back to. I think this is a good time to kind of reset our priorities as people, as citizens, as neighbors. And remember this time when we helped each other out. You know, there's several corporations where the CEOs are foregoing pay because their industry is hurting and they want their people to get paid. AMC, the movie theater, we've got American Airlines, Delta Airlines, United Airlines, their CEOs are all foregoing pay. You have Boeing, Dick's Sporting Goods, Ford Motor Company, General Electric, Lyft, and Marriott. Marriott's one of the hardest hit by this, the whole hotel situation. I've got a friend who works in the hotel business, and he's been laid off because there simply just aren't people in the hotel. So this is important that people take this initiative. People look beyond themselves for the greater good. I don't care what political affiliation you are, what sexual orientation you are, what religious affiliation you are. I will help you regardless because that's how I was brought up here in the Midwest. I'm not going to turn my back on anybody. And I think coming out of this disaster, this pandemic, is that's what we need to look at. We need to seriously take a look at Washington and look at these people who have been representing us for years and years and years. They had an opportunity to get this right and to help the people, and instead we played partisan politics for about eight days, where this aid could have been coming eight days sooner than it was, but would rather play around to get stupid things thrown in, to push an agenda instead of helping us. If you're in California, if you're in San Francisco, vote Nancy Pelosi out. If you're in New York City, vote Chuck Schumer out. We have to vote these people out who have been there forever, who turned their backs on America when we needed them most. I can't continue to say how proud I am of this administration for how they've stood and for what they've done. I know people are very critical about the things Trump sometimes says at his press conferences. 
The man loves America. He speaks from the heart. This president cares about this country and cares about its citizens. And sometimes he speaks from the heart. If we were going to overanalyze anybody's press conferences, we're going to find some where people say the wrong thing. They have to be corrected. You know, you go back to all the briefings that Joe Biden did during the swine flu. I think almost after every one, somebody was coming out and corrected what he had said. But we're not going to bring that up. We're just going to bash Trump because he gets a little emotional. And if you listen to some of these questions, some of these baited questions that people continually ask, you know, Trump was saying that he would like to open the country by Easter, and somebody asked him if that was more economical or political for him to do that, and that's why he wanted to do it so soon. Just the lack of ethics in the media is incredible. We see these people time and time again asking him baiting, baited questions, and then we throw to the worst-case scenario. I remember last week MSNBC was saying that 1% of the population was going to die from this. If that doesn't fan the flames of fear, I don't know what will. But I don't even know who's watching MSNBC anymore. But it's time to pull together as a country. It's time to right the wrongs. It's time to reach out to your neighbor. Check on your neighbor. Call your friend. Remember the time you're having with your family right now. Cherish these times. Enjoy these times. Keep these times going after we pull through this. We're a great country. We will pull through. The economy will rebound. We will become a different nation and a better nation. And hopefully better citizens. Hopefully better neighbors. Alright, thanks for joining me today on Joe's Common Sense. Remember, you can find me on Apple, Alexa, TuneIn, Spotify, and don't forget my Facebook page, Joe's Common Sense. Give me your feedback. I love it. Have a great day.